0: Special to watch, isn't it? it uh, it's just tiny little snapshots of the work that God's doing around the world with MAF, and uh, each one of those snapshots has its own story. And people that were reached with the gospel, people whose lives have been changed um, because of the work that you've partnered with for with us for for decades now. And um, twenty seven years is a long time, but it doesn't seem very long to us. Like we've been. Um, Yeah, just on this journey, and it's been amazing. And I just want to take the opportunity to thank you guys uh, for your continued support, and specifically for us, for supporting us, but also supporting MAF um, in particular. And uh, MAF's vision is to see people changed by the love of Christ. It's pretty simple. Um, Isolated people changed by the love of Christ. And uh, you might not you might know this, you might not know this, that we have 160 aircraft around the world operating in 32 countries, um, and I'm not going to ask you to name them all, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll make it easy, I'll put them up on the map. Um, no, you don't have to go through them all, but MAF International has active programs marked in red, you can see them, I won't describe them all, and MAF US is the dark blues, um, and also they've got um, South America, which is, uh, not, it doesn't fit on the screen. So why do we do this? I mean, it all seems like a pretty expensive um, thing. You know, aircraft burning, uh, lots and lots of jet fuel, doing, going to all these crazy places around the world. And yeah, to see isolated people changed by the love of Christ sounds nice. But it's not a very good why. Well, it all stems from Matthew 28, 18 to 20 which is often called the Great Commission, but also has become something that Christians don't talk about a lot anymore. It's a bit—it's less popular, let's be honest. Um, there's all sorts of issues attached with the Great Commission, going to all the world and preach the gospel, making disciples. We'll go to the next slide. baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. That sounds very 19th century almost, doesn't it, these days? Um, You know, people, why do we we mess with people's lives? Um, It's been 2,000 years, how's that going? Um, And some churches like this one have a mission focus, and they understand it, but the the church in the West has largely lost it, I think. Things have changed since the days of T- Hudson Taylor. And, only, and you, Europeans going to distant lands is kind of a historic way of looking at things. Most missionaries today come from, anyone? South Korea, by far. There's 60 million Christians in China. Did you know that? 60 million. That's more than the population of Australia many times over. And being a Christian in China is conven- not just inconvenient, it's not just that people might annoy you or people might say you're not woke enough or you're not this enough. Um, it mean- might mean loss of income. It might mean losing your house or your family or even your freedom. So what does the Great Commission look like in 2023? Well, I thought I'd just share you a couple of stories. Mongolia, 1991. The Iron Curtain falls down. Three million people. It's an area about the size of half the size of Western Australia. It's a weird state when you're in a state where you have to say that a really big country to the rest of the world is actually smaller than the state that you're in. Um, but WA is like that. It's kind of a bit of a unique place. But it's about half the size of WA. It's three million people. And in 1991, there were exactly four Christians in Mongolia when the Iron Curtain fell. Not four churches... There were four Christians in the whole country of three million, and so as the as the country opened up, missions went in. and And in 1999, MAF we will go to the next slide or the one after. There you go. Um, the number of um, a bunch of missions moved in, and they asked MAF to come in and and to run a program there. and, and kind of serve their work and and to link up all the different missions right across this really sparsely populated country. That's the runway. They're on the runway. Uh, It's because the step is just one great big layer of grass, so you can land in any direction. It's quite an amazing place. Um, So for 20 years, MAF operated an aircraft based in Ulaanbaatar, and I had the privilege of, of going there. If you go to the next slide and uh, keeping that aircraft going for, the, for about 10 years. Um, and, and then the program ceased in 2020. So what happened to the gospel? Was that a failure? Did we, we, we close the program? Was that a failure? The work wasn't finished from our perspective, but we had to leave. There were, there were reasons. Well, now there's 50,000 Christians, and there's hundreds of churches in Mongolia. And many of the local staff that we used to work with, that used to be employed by MAF, are now working for other missions, and they're working in the aviation industry, spreading the gospel amongst that in this small country. Now MAF is only a tiny part of that story of Mongolia. It's not the biggest part by any means. It's just a little part. But the job wasn't finished, but the local people have taken up the mantle. Let's go to Bangladesh. Now that's a country, I was talking to Elton, he was talking about the rain. And I was thinking, you know, Bangladesh every year has 80% of the landmass goes underwater. So it's like it's dry in the, wet, in the dry season and then in the wet season like it rains and, and the whole 80% of their landmass just disappears into a great big uh, wet delta. And that's why we were operating a float plane there for, uh, for 20 years. So let me tell you about that operation, because that's uh, an operation that closed last year. Um, there's a fellow called Raju. He's the guy standing with the um, rather um, pretty-looking uh, life vest. Um, he's our, our boatman, if you like. Uh, he's been working for MAF for over 20 years. Um, he's a crew member that kind of... He, he knows what's happening on the boat... Side, you know, so a float plane is like a boat attached to an aeroplane in many, many ways. When it's on the water, the boatman knows what's going on more than the pilot, a lot of the time. It's quite, Im- quite amazing. So he throws out the anchor. They actually have anchors. Um, he, he knows how to paddle the thing, he knows how to get it off the bank, all these things that he does. So Raju is a really, really skilled guy, smart, smart as a whip, and he loves the Lord. And so in his spare time, he studied. And he, uh, he became a pastor and founded a, a small church. Yeah. But that's not enough. Like, founding a small church isn't enough part-time. So he, he saw his small church, said, well, what can we do? How can we spread the gospel? How can we reach out in our community? So this is a railway. This is the main Dakar railway. Um, I'm standing on it taking this photo, and I still feel nervous. Um, because I don't know if you ever stood on an active railway where the trains go past every few minutes. Um, it's not the place you want to be. Um, those people live in those boxes on the side of the railway line. That's their homes. And so Raju's church reached out to these people and said, you know, we need to do something for these people. So he started, on the next slide, he started, um, see those little tiny box-like uh, buildings along the fence there in front of there in the middle. Uh, he started these little faith schools. So on a Sunday, they would teach the kids um, of these poorest of poor people. Um, we'd teach them how to read and write and teach them about Jesus and teach them about the gospel. And I don't know if you can imagine this because it's a pretty big leap, but can you imagine how life-changing that is when you're the poorest of the poor and you hear a message that the creator of Of the universe loves you and the creator of the universe wants you to be a prince or a princess in his kingdom that is life-changing that is an amazing story this is Raju with his team he's the one with the mask under his chin it's alright if you can't see him and some of the kids from the school so math didn't do this right this isn't work this isn't the work of math this was local Christians did this in response to the gospel and the call of Matthew 28. Because Mass ceased its works in in Bangladesh in June this year. It completely ceases. But God will continue to spread his gospel through local people like Raju. Now, Raju has some other things in his future, and we don't know where that's going to lead. But we need to continue to pray for the work that he's doing and that his little church is doing. In January, I had the opportunity of going to PNG and take Josh. That's Josh with the gloves on. Um, to PNG. And this is the hangar in in Mount Hagen in Papua New Guinea. And and he's being instructed, Josh is being instructed by a national guy on how to defuel one of the aircraft. Now, it's quite an interesting photo because um, Josh has got his gloves on and his his goggles on and everything like that. But um, I just love this picture because these uh, national staff are so competent. Like, you wouldn't believe how competent they are. Um, and they are caring, and they are really kind to people. So here's a national uh, guy teaching the son of an expat how to do something really... Actually, actually it's a bit complicated. You've got to do it right, or you can stuff the aeroplane. And I was just amazed by this. Meeting these young, uh, really keen, and they're amazingly focused on, on, on spreading the gospel in Papua New Guinea. They are loving Christians, and they're... They're the local Christians and they're doing the lion's shares of the work in in PNG now. There's nationals there. There's expats there, but mostly it's nationals doing the lion's share of the work. And they're quite intentionally being prepared by the staff that are there to eventually take over the entire operation. We're just going to have another look at another short video. So Philippians 1, 4 and 5, which is the the verse in there, if you didn't catch it, is I pray with joy, thankful for your participation in the gospel from the first day until now. And even in this video, you can see the gospel is shared and then it's taken and it's returned by a local pastor. The fruit is returned, right? So the theme today that we've been trying to discuss is this great commission. In Romans 10, Paul says this, Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. How then can they call on the one they've not believed in? And how can they believe in the one they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? I don't know. Is there someone in your life that you need to share the gospel with right now? See the first two programs I talked about today are closed. They're gone. The season has ended for those two programs. Papua New Guinea is, you know, continues. I'm not going to give you that depressing news. That would be a real big moment. Um, but it continues. But the work continues in Papua New Guinea. But in the first two programs, the season's gone. People come through our lives, and do we take the opportunities that we're given? And it, you don't have to be in a foreign country, you just need to be listening. You only need to be willing to share the gospel to the people around you. How can they preach unless you're sent? We, we've been sent. And 27 years ago, you guys sent us. And we're not preachers, we're not great preachers, but we've got the privilege of walking beside those who are. And because you sent us, as you, you are partners in the work that we've been doing. And there's ways that none of us will ever know until that final day on, on, on what, the, what that impact was. And I just want to encourage you and I want to thank you. So I always forget to do a family update when I'm talking because you know, your head gets all in the space and everything like that. So I just thought I'd do a quick family update. Um, Hannah is on the left, obviously. Um, and she's now at SNBC. Uh, she's uh, a doctor and she's uh, studying to become, or oh, she's studying um, um, divinity. She's doing a, a master's of divinity and possibly looking for a future in, in missions as a mission doctor. Um, William, uh, next one along, is, uh, he's um, working in New Zealand. Um, he got into um, aerospace engineering and he designs rocket engines. Um, Alex is on the far right, my right. Um, and he, uh, he's doing uh, he's still in, uh, doing engineering at, uh, um, in Brisbane and um, Josh has just started this year uh, so we're empty nesters for the first time which is a bit of a shock to us and uh, um, for all those empty nesters we now feel your, your pain we get it um, and, uh, but it's just awesome to see the kids all um, going off and doing the thing that God is leading them to so that's pretty cool Uh, Margaret still continues her work with uh, the Catholic school system as an occupational therapist, working with kids with additional needs. Um, I've um, started as a pilot, moved into an engineer, became a manager. Um, I'm now doing manager of maintenance services um, for MAF International, so I look after all the programs for MAF International's uh, resourcing needs from um, a maintenance point of view, looking after the maintenance of the aircraft, so where they need people, aeroplanes... tooling or, or hangers built or whatever so I, I manage all that and um so that's that's it in a nutshell and i just want to do, again thank you for your support and um love to come and talk to you afterwards if you haven't got a current prayer card please grab it um stick it on your fridge It's got a magnet very high tech um and uh, yeah thanks very much
1: Hi, Tech. Can I just invite uh, anyone from the leadership team to come up? And Margaret, uh, we'd love to pray for you guys. So, uh, yeah, Ben, Grace. Who else have I got? Yeah, Anita, Teresa, Elton. Fantastic. And uh, I really enjoyed hearing those stories. And I just want to just reflect on 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 one thing that you were – I think one of the, the themes that you were getting to is that this is – this is the mission of God that he's inviting us to partner with him on. And we might, we might, it's not our mission. And so we might not be there in the beginning, the middle, and the end. We might only be there in, in, for a particular season. And I love that story about the four Christians going to 50,000. And MAF wasn't there for, the whole, for all of it, but you were there for a crucial part of it. And, uh, and I think that's, we, we need to be paying attention as to what God is asking us to do. And what, is, what does partnering with Jesus look like for us? Because it's His mission. It's not ours. Um, but we have the privilege, and can I use the word dignity? God gives us so much dignity as He invites us onto His mission. And then we get the joy of being used and being useful to the God of heaven in these things. And uh, so on behalf of the world, thank you uh, for being faithful. And, um, and I, I'm just... I don't know which of you want to pray. I'm just going to throw someone under the bus. Can I maybe Elton and Teresa? Can I get you guys to both pray for uh, for Margaret and and uh, Phil and their family?
2: Father, Father, we just want to thank you for this um, organization, Father, that goes out into the world and spreads your word to to unreached people's father peoples that we wouldn't see every day father god and we just pray that you would just bless them in their time and in their season with math that you would give them direction that you would give them um your joy and your peace father as they continue the good works that 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 have started and 75 years ago father that you would show them where you would want them placed and what you would want them to do i just pray that you would give them vision and creativity as they continue in this work father i pray for margaret and phil and their family father that you would just bless them for um, what the the time they're giving into your service father god that you would just bless them mightily that you would help them to grow even further in you father god and that you would just show them your love father in jesus name
3: Yes, Lord God, thank you for um, Phil and Margaret's willingness to, to serve you, for where you have led them and Alice Springs and Gove and where they are now and in PNG for a while. Thank you. Father, please put your hand on them, guide them in this next time, this next season now with the uh, management of... of um, Maintenance for the whole of the MAF, guide them in that, continue to guide Margaret in the Catholic school system, in the work there. Father, please put your hand on Hannah and on William and Alex and Josh. Please bless each one of these children, guide them. Lord, that they would walk with you all their days.
1: Bring glory to yourself. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And uh, can I invite the worship team up as well? Thank you, leadership team. And um, thank you. These guys, are uh, they're going to be sticking around for a, a coffee. They've got some information just on the... On